Okay, good Pesach, my precious friends. I want to tell you a really inspiring story. So it was 1943 in Auschwitz, and Pesach Hochnitz was one of those enslaved by the Nazis, Yemach Shemam, may their memory be erased, in Auschwitz. And the Jews there had known that Pesach, the Passover, was coming. How did they know? You see, the pious ones had secretly written on the barracks little symbols. They wouldn't lose track of time. And they knew Passover coming, the time that we pray for the redemption, the time that our ancestors were redeemed. And it was just a dream there in Auschwitz to have those four cups of wine and to have that bread of freedom, the matzah that our ancestors took out of Egypt until those brave men decided enough was enough. They were going to defy the Nazis, and they were going to eat matzah. So the plan was brewed every day. The bakers in the camps would take a little bit of extra flour, and they would put it to the side. They would guard it from chametz, which is any food which uh, we're not allowed to eat on Passover. Very, very, you know, guarded very, very well. Until one night, the baker snuck in, and he had already koshered the oven for Passover, for Pesach, and he quickly made those matzahs. He had five matzahs in his hand, and he snuck back to the stinky barracks. And that night on Pesach in Auschwitz, ten men stood and ate matzah. Now, who got the right to eat the matzah? It was only the most pious men who vowed that they would only eat matzah, no bread, that Passover, no matter how starving they would be. That Passover, they vowed only matzah. They were hoping they'd get some extra vegetables to survive. And Pesach Hochnitz was one of those. His name was Pesach. He loved Pesach since he was a kid, and he was a pious man. Of course, the baker and eight other wise holy men ate matzah that night in Auschwitz. And they prayed that Elijah would come and redeem them and pour his wrath on those evil Nazis. And for seven days, they ate nothing but matzah and water. That half a piece of matzah, some of them ate it right away. Pesach had a little bit every day. They didn't get any vegetables. They gave their chametz to their friends who were happy to take it. Finally, on the last day, they were so starving, the rabbi ruled that on the final day of Passover, since it is only rabbinical and it was a life-saving type of a pikuach nefesh, a life-endangering situation, they could eat matzah. But that Passover, they stood a little bit taller. They stood strong against the Nazi demons. And everyone around them knew that they had defied the Nazis. And they, they took heart and they walked a little bit prouder in those horrible camps in 1943. And I think when we eat our matzah, this Passover, we could think about all of our ancestors who gave their lives that we can do commandments, that we can eat that matzah. The Kabbalah calls the matzah, the matzah of faith. And when we're eating that matzah, we could think about all of the self-sacrifice that the, the Muna was placed into the DNA of the matzah from our ancestors. And we can eat that matzah 
would stand a little bit stronger and prouder and more faithful in the God who, Bezrat Hashem, who one day very soon will redeem us from all the pain and bring us to the redemption with Elijah the prophet. Thank you to Aviva uh, Woznika. Our story should be dedicated to the yardside of Chaim Trip's grandfather. And here in Yerushalayim, I want to wish you Chag Kasher Sameach. I hope you're enjoying these stories. If you do, send them to other people who might also enjoy them. And uh, let's keep strengthening each other in our Amuna. Have a wonderful Pesach. Die, die, no. Die, no, die, no.